and welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I am Anna Harding. I'm Ali Bailey, and you're listening to episode 34. You are indeed, and this weekend it is the National Run Show weekend. Are you on the train? Are you in the car? I was going to try and do a rap then, but I decided to do the rap after I said, are you on the train? Are you in a car? Are you coming to the run show from really bloody far? I love it. I love it. Are you in the train? Are you in the car? Are you coming to the show from really bloody far? Bloody far. It's hardly hardly that kind of drill grimy thing I was going for. Bloody far. Bloody far. She's dropped the F-bomb. We're less than a minute in. She's dropped the F-bomb. <laughs> uh, running show weekend. It's uh, for you, for us. It is the past. Um, how are you doing? How are you doing, Anna Harding? At the running show or currently? Well, future Anna Harding won't be, have the time to record this podcast at the running show because <laughs> looking at her schedule, she doesn't have time to go for a wee-wee. So. How am I? This week, I'm great. I'm, um, oh, I'm very tired. I'm actually boring myself now with like how many times regularly I'm saying tired. Well, is that because of Le Bebe or is that because of Le Time of Year? Which, or is it because of both of them coming together? Because I think this is a time of year which is kind of a good time of year to be pregnant, but also a terrible time of year to be pregnant because you've got the cataclysm of terror that is January, February darkness and being being tired because you're carrying a small human. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably a mixture of both. So I went and did a lovely run yesterday around Pittsford Water, which is the scene of a crime that I once referred to on this podcast um, of the poo variety. It was was one of the times we had to call the poo police. (laughs) Yes, and I returned. That was the first time that I returned to the scene of the crime since. Um, And... I had a really lovely run. I was really chuffed because it's 10K all the way around and I'm doing a, well, I am signed up to do a 10K in February and I am determined that I will be doing that 10K. But obviously it depends on how big I am. Um, And I was really chuffed to have done it. But honestly, yesterday, like in the afternoon, I felt like I'd run a marathon or an ultra Mm -hmm. you know that like really tired like all I want to do is just sit on the sofa all day and do nothing yeah but nap Mm -hmm. um yeah I felt like that after running 10k which is like really unsettling for somebody who's used to obviously doing a lot more yeah but man you're busy man like you work so hard and then it just sometimes I think it just squashes in so have you have you got the ability to be able to have a half hour nap yeah, yeah. Oh, so genuinely now, my my diary pretty much every day has one nap scheduled into it. Perfect. So I'd scheduled my 10K run yesterday with a nap following. Um, so yeah, I, I have to, that like I genuinely have to schedule those naps in now because otherwise I'm just dead. But also like my working days are really weird. So like this morning I started at six and I'll finish at eight tonight. Same but, like, there's <laughs> Yeah, but there's a gap in the middle where I'm not necessarily doing work or there is work that I could do, but also I can just schedule a nap for two hours so that I'm not actually working 14 hour days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm so. I'm the same. And, uh, and I do get, sometimes I feel like I get a bit of shit off people that know me on the internet. Cause I go out and run in the day and I, and I'm like, excuse moi, but yesterday I started making my dinner at nine 30 at night started yeah. making it like it was one of those days where there was 6 a.m calls and then there was like 7 p.m calls and then I had a safety briefing call at 8 and I was just like 
Oh, so I'm the same as you, but I think as long as you're looking after yourself. But the thing is, yeah. you're at the National Running Show today. Have you scheduled naps in for the running show? Well, honestly, this is going to be horrendous for the run show because actually when I work, um, so when I work in the office, when I do like the grown up radio job, um, these those shifts are like sporadic. They're not like I do it every Friday or every Wednesday or whatever. So whenever I've got one of those booked, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't I can't nap. There's no there is no nap ability there. And like for the next couple of weeks, I've got three of those bad boys in a week. Every week. No, now I'll tell you what I've got. What? A hammock. And I can, it's <laughs> lightweight, it's a jungle one, and I can give it to you. And you can take yeah. it around with you. And I can show you just how to string it up on things. Like, oh, just need a couple oh. of poles, 10 foot apart. Side of show. Side of, can I do it side of show? Literally side of show. I've even got a tarp. I'll set it up for you. And it could be Anna's yeah. hammock. Keep away from her. And we'll get a couple of people to stand there and be like, no, not now. And she's, she's sleeping <laughs> now. Like, I'm asked, airpods on noise cancelling wrapped up like yeah. a maggot she's sleeping yeah. now oh i love that okay deal maggot pod <laughs> i love it um oh, oh man i'm sorry that you feel rubbish but it's but you know it is what it is isn't it like it is what it is hundreds of thousands of millions of people have done this prior to me and probably whinged less so um i'm good i'm good i don't think it's whinging i just think it's vocalizing how it is and that's good because i think a lot of people hide it i can't believe people do this i think it's mad anywho um is what is that your win for the week what's your win for the week going for 10 for your 10k which actually did sound uh, quite fun well yeah i suppose that was a win it was nice to be able to know that i can do the distance still just about just about um but i guess i think my win for this week actually arrived in the post yesterday which is hashtag not an ad, hashtag paid for, um, my new maternity leggings Ooh. for active wear. So they go over the top of my bump, which has started to show its little face. Not literally, it hasn't got a face, that would be me. Imagine weird. if you um, had a window, a clear window, <laughs> and it could press its face so... up. That would be quite weird, wouldn't it? Yes. I'd love that. I, I went for a private scan right back at the start of the pregnancy um, at, a, at a private place called Window to the Womb. <laughs> <laughs> Which literally is like making a little window. Hello. Um, also, but I read on the, so I get these emails. In fact, maybe that's what I'll do. Each week, I'll just drop you a little nugget of like truth bombs from these weird emails that I get about like what's happening to your baby. Mm -hmm. So this week, it's retinas are starting to form, which means that you shouldn't expose your bump to bright light. Oh, that's okay. It's January. So that's not good. I know. <laughs> what are we going to do? Just walk around with a top up, like with a belly out? Don't go to fa um, I, love, I know you love clubbing at the weekends, but you can't go for those UV lights anymore. <laughs> <laughs> with my crop top. Yeah, exactly. Nightmare. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah, I guess it is a bit of a win. Um, but the the yeah, the big win is the 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 maternity leggings that have just changed my life. They're just so comfortable. I feel like I want some of those because I feel like in the, in the latter stages of a long ultra, like sort of 60, 70 miles, when you've had a lot to eat and you've got a bit of water retention and it's cold, yeah. I actually think that they would yeah. keep you warm. They'd be great. These ones are really thick and lovely as well. I think they'd be genuinely a really good pair of leggings. Like, I can't wait to wear these when I'm not pregnant. Mm. I mean, I've been looking for warm leggings this week. Um, this goes on to my win, actually, which is yeah. uh, next week. Next week, I'm on the spine safety team, right? 
Wow. So I'm on it for four days because I've got to come back for the running show. And uh, I thought to myself when I joined, it would just be volunteering. Nope. <laughs> nope. Why? What is it? It's insane. It. No, fuck that. It's insane. Like the organisation, there's like 11 or 12 teams with like seven right. or eight people in each team. Right? Yeah. Then there's yeah. the hut teams. So there's the people at the huts. So on the spine, there's about five checkpoints. It's 268 miles, people, on the Pennine Way. Yeah. There's about five checkpoints. Is that it? That's it. In these checkpoints, <gasps> there are people, and they are waiting for the runners to come through for six yeah. or seven days. In the yeah. freezing cold, they're not nice checkpoints. <laughs> they're like huts. One of yeah, them yeah, is yeah. There's no like, a hut. Not- I was going to say there's no heating. Yeah. Some of them have heating. The people in those who are waiting in those check in those in those huts are sleeping in tents, basically, or cars. It's that sounds intense. Fer- literally, it's fer- going to be freezing. So, and then there's people like me on the safety teams that are roving. So we're in cars and we are going following the race, basically. So, like, I start on Saturday at Edale. I'll be starting with the sprint and the South Challenger South. Yeah. I'm following those guys, and then the actual spine, full spine, will start on Sunday, and they'll catch us up. Yeah. So I'm like a carrot. For demo and friends to chase up the field, right? <laughs> um, so I'm moving and I'm going to be standing at roadheads and I'm going to be sent up hills if people look like they're getting a bit of a wobble on and all that stuff. But I'm also in the daylight. So my shift is seven o'clock in the morning till five o'clock at night. So I've got daylight, right? Lots of people don't. Their shift is from oh. 6 p.m. till 7 a.m. They're in the dark. Oh. It's mad. Like it, the amount of kit you have to take, like the amount, yeah. like, I've got to take more kit than my friend Lawrence, who's running the fucking thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because you're going to be standing still. Like you're not going to be moving like they exactly. are. So this is where your maternity leggings come in handy. Yeah, Because I'm they like, do. they're warm. Warm I, tummy, I they can, come all the way up to your bra. I can stuff things down the front like snacks. <laughs> so <laughs> any gap at the front, I'll just stuff with snacks. Like a little. So there's not like a big, it's not, it's not like a big gaping hole. Can I just say they are leggings? Yeah, I know. But the thing is, I can stuff it with snacks yeah. to like, put, yeah. so that it's so it's solid against me because I haven't got a baby bump yeah. yet, but I will have after all the snacks yeah. I eat on the spine fucking safety team. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, oh, like this is a lot. And then I had to do an hour's briefing last night. There's so yeah. much that goes into it. Like oh god, the road yeah. book's forty eight pages long. There's all this stuff you got to read. There's all these things you got to do. There's all these things you've got to know. And then there's the what? What if Dave from accounts turns up and he's gone grey and he's all wobbly, but he says he doesn't want to stop? Then you got to chat chat him in. I'm just like oh my god. Plus it looks like it's going to be freezing cold. But my win is I think this is going to be a cold. great adventure. It's going to be a great adventure. It will be an amazing adventure. What's really funny is that when I found out that I was pregnant, I was like, oh, well, I'll have loads of free time on my hands because I won't be able to like run as far and stuff. Maybe I should sign up to be on the spine safety team. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, not a problem. Oh, hang on a minute. You're going to be stood outside in freezing temperatures for hours on end. They might have taken pity on you and put your kit check, to be fair. That's the best bit, kit check. True. Because that way you get to see. Every, what everyone's stuff I'd love to do kit check because I just want to see what people have got I just want to see what they've got what they haven't got but um but yeah it's I'm excited about it it's fun it's gonna be it'll be next weekend so um well this weekend so after I so say our next episode I will um report back if I'm still alive right yeah you well I would hope that you're still alive aren't you doing one of the shorter spines in the summer yeah I'm doing the um challenger south which is a 108 mile job uh, so that's the one that you're starting with yeah, as a rover. We're starting with the sprint and then they and the south start, and then obviously the north start from further up. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's good because you'll get a bit of like not recce because obviously you won't be running it. But well, I will be running. Bit, I will to, be like, running. I'm gonna spend some time running. Like you get you get to running yeah. down. So I'm gonna do some night running because of the arc, and then I'm gonna go out and check on people on the hill and come back. But I did a bit with Damo. I did that 25 mile stretch to um, Saddleworth. It's so it's yeah. lovely. It was lovely then in November when it was sunny. But it is it's going. Nice. To... Do you remember how mild it was in November? Oh, shorts. It's lovely. Short, we were yeah. shorting about. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like, yeah, it is like the chats we were having about hypothermia were next level. Like they're like 99% of the casualties are going to have hypothermia. Not might, are going to have Real hypothermia. Have. And I'm like, it'll be fine at the start because everyone will be fine. They're like, no, it won't be fine because the people that tend to take on the shorter races are the less experienced people. So it starts from, from the start. There's people dropping like flies. They're like that first night is carnage. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. It's going to be so much fun. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be that's exciting. I'm excited. It is exciting. It's super exciting. I do feel for the competitors in the fact that we've had such mild weather for so long. And now that it's like coming down to it, I mean the overnight temperatures are like minus three, feels like minus seven, and that's not even like on the hill. That's at Edale Youth Hostel. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... Woo! I mean, it was pretty bad last year, but I thought it looked nice last yeah. year because of the snow and it was pretty. But it's well, not pretty when it's on your feet and in you. <laughs> no, I imagine there will be snow this year too. Oh, how exciting. I hope the city go can Yay. cope. Um, if, Land Rover, <laughs> if Land Rover Discovery wants to lend me a vehicle, then it's too late. Um, right, so um, what's your Grim? Grimity Grim. Um, do you know what? Have I got a grim? I don't think I've got a grim. I'm um I'm actually all right this week. I'm not that grim. I've definitely got well, kind of well, yeah. It's my getting the bin is about bodily functions, so I guess it could be classed as a grim. Well, this is a bit. This um, is a my, bit of pregnancy. I'm excited about the bodily functions, bodily the leakage, functions. the leakages, the smells, all of that. My getting the bin is on this run that I did yesterday. This 10k, I had Ralph with me. So Pittsford, you can't let your dogs off. Um, so I had him on the harness, which only just about still fits me now because it's literally on the last little bit of length to fit around my waist. You have to put it around <laughs> one thigh. <laughs> yeah. Like, off a bit, just off a little bit. Well, the thighs are fine because my thighs haven't changed shape. It's just exactly. like around the middle. <laughs> so, um, so I had my harness on and Ralph was attached to it. And from the word go, like it was freezing. There was like a little snow flurry and it was like a feels like minus three. And from the word go, I needed a wee. And I was like, well, I'll just go for a wild wee at some point. And then we got to a point of the run where there's some like bits to hide in to go for a wee. And I was like, I am so cold that if I stop now, I don't think I'm going to be able to like shimmy this harness off to get the leggings down to go for a wee so I literally ran the whole 10k needing a wee because literally my life now is 50% of my life is I need a wee offs because everything is just pushing on your bladder and everything else so yeah my get in the bin is just like needing a wee because I get up in the night to go for a wee and yeah it's just constant it's just really annoying it's only going to go on for another what seven or eight months nine months ten months well, I think once you've had the baby as well, your need for wee continues. Maybe you should get some pee balls. Do you know what a pee ball is? Pee ball. Oh, 
Are they, they're the like pelvic floor things, aren't they? Yeah, they're the bags. So they're like bags oh. of crystals and you pee in them and then, the, and then the powder goes hard and then you and then you zip them up and then you chuck them in the bin. Yeah, but I'd still have to take my leggings down. Yeah. At one point I thought, I was like, well, I could just wee in my leggings because the wee's warm. So like then no, I'd actually be I, warm as well. I had this conversation with somebody on Dartmoor because I was like, guys, <laughs> I was wearing my, my leggings. I was wearing, what else did I have on? I had something else on. Uh, oh, pants, obviously. Waterproof trousers? Yeah, I have waterproof trousers over the top. I was absolutely soaked to the bone and the wind was whipping. And we were on an 18 mile run. It was probably the worst weather run I've done in a good couple of years. Uh, nearly as bad as that Welsh 3000s job. It was fucking freezing. And I was like, I'm desperate for a wee. But if I pull down my pants and my leggings and my things, I won't be able to get them back up again. And my arse will be exposed to the elements. And, um, in the end, and they were like, I'll just do it in your pants. I'm like, no, because then my waterproof trousers will stink of piss. Like, and I have to, and waterproof trousers are very yeah. delicate. You don't want to put any sort of acidy things on the inside of the taped seams of the waterproof trousers. Um, <laughs> so, no, I'm not doing that. And I did have a wee in the bushes in the end, but it was annoying. It's just fucking annoying how blokes can just get it out and do it. Yeah, without having to like bear their ass. By the way, the taped seams of the waterproof trousers sounds like a really good album name. It does, doesn't it? It sounds like the Strokes <laughs> comeback album. The taped seams of the waterproof, of the waterproof trousers. Um, yeah, and uh, we were talking. I was talking to my friend Lawrence, who's doing the spine about things that might happen to him. We we're talking about frostbite of the penis. Oh yeah, well we've that. I mean, that's something that's come up in this podcast quite a lot. Yeah, it? and then so my friend Anna was trying to Google. Pod, a frostbite of not not you frostbite of Hang the on. penis no wait rewind i don't think i approved you having another friend called anna i'm so sorry anna baldwin i'm so sorry oh no she's not she, oh i'm so sorry she's not your friend she's not my friend she she is my friend right, we'll call okay. her number two we'll just call her number two from now on that's yeah, why she's anna fine. your name's number two from now on um fine she was googling frostbite of the penis she couldn't find yeah. any images of it or any evidence of it. But apparently, Prince Harry had it. Oh, yeah, he wrote about it in his book, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, but then she was like, I can't find any pictures of Frost Prince Harry's frostbitten penis. I'm like, I'm not really surprised. But anyway, the question to the group mm. is, not Martin, has anyone else had frostbitten penis? Actual frostbitten penis where it's gone black at the tip? Yeah, oh. Mm, I've fallen off. Mm. Um... Great. Annoys, What's your whole? It annoys, it annoys me. I can't just whack it out. Put it that way. I think yeah. why oh, in this day and age, yeah, why can't we've got shewies? But why have, can't we just whack it out? It's just fucking annoying. So my my grim is actually for you to solve. <laughs> it's I've written Dom's Jim Dom's Dom's Jim Dom's. Oh, right? oh, I've solved it. Don't take a month off the gym. Thank you. There you go. Okay, on to the next, next thing. <laughs> right, like, you know, I had that problem where I was aching all the time before the post viral yeah. fatigue thing. I went, oh, yeah. I went to the gym and I didn't do very much. I was squatting like 40 kilograms. I did like three reps of 10. So not very much because yeah. I can squat a lot more than that. I was did like 160 on the leg press, like three sets of 10. I can do a lot more than that. Yeah. I can do a lot more than all of what I did. Oh my Christ, I'm in bits. You, do you know who you sound like? A dick. You sound like an, you sound like an injured runner coming back from injury going... I could I could do a hundred mile. Mm. I did a hundred mile last year. I could run a hundred miles. But it's so yeah, you could sore. you could yeah. But it's 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 a bit different. The gym strength stuff, the strength stuff, taking time off and coming back to it is a bit different. You can get away with a lot more with running. Like running, you are quite 
capable of sort of picking up where you left off to some degree, as long as you can stay steer clear of injury. With strength stuff, you do have to go backwards to start back again because what you've been doing and what you've been working on, don't cry about it. It's fine. You'll get there. It doesn't matter. It's all complimenting your running. It's fine. It doesn't mean that you're a weak piece of shit. It just means that you need to build back up again. You're fine. You're fine. Um, What you have been doing, the stuff and the work that you've been doing in the gym, building up the reps, building up the weight, et cetera, is called progressive overload. So what you're doing is you're getting your body used to a certain number of reps or getting used to a certain weight and then building that up and building that up. So then when you take a month off, which it might even have been more than a month. Five weeks. It was five weeks. Five weeks. You're basically going back five weeks. So, you know, if you think about where you were five weeks before you stopped you're kind of going back to before that so i can see why people stop with a strength and conditioning i can see why <laughs> they do it because i'm like do you know what i felt fine before i went to the gym and now i feel like shit and <laughs> and i'm like old enough and ugly enough to know that i have to just crack crack a lack on but honestly right now i just feel like shit like i can't like go up and down the stairs of my house problem so <laughs> is it what in your opinion as a pt is it better to run through those doms and crack on Mm. or is it better to take like more rest time when you're coming back into doing strength so i mean the thing is it it all depends on what your schedule looks like so if you're running five days a week and wanting to do strength two days a week then i would say you're probably going to have to ease off something because that's seven days and you're going to need a rest day Mm. but if you're used to running like five days a week then it's kind of it's a bit it's tricky because your body is used to that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're running three days a week, for example, and you're coming back into strength and just putting one strength day in and, and making sure that you've got those full rest days, you, you've you got more, do you know what I mean? You've got more time to actually put in a rest day because you've got more days available to you because you're not training on as many days. Mm-hmm. So I think the thing is, You've got to look the type, also the type of running that you're doing. So the type of running training, let's call it, that you're doing, you're working towards a long distance endurance race, which means that, yes, you've got some speedy stuff in there, but also the majority of your runs are long and slow and sort of like dog jogs and Mm -hmm. things like that. If you were to go out and like, I wouldn't recommend that if you've got doms today from gym yesterday, I wouldn't recommend you going out and doing your seven or eight mile fast road run like you did the other week. That's not the type of run to be doing today, but a gentle, like easy, get turning the legs over run is going to be better for you just to keep, keep the movement going rather than like sitting around and crying about the fact that your legs ache <laughs> which is what i didn't sit around crying yesterday but i sat at my desk <laughs> all day and it was just yeah. like jesus christ this is agony but uh we're doing dog, dog jog today we've got dog jog yeah so that's but that's fine but yeah it's just Perfect. it's just I, t- I totally see why people don't go back to it i totally see why they don't go back to it and i i, but... I and it's so owie <laughs> But what you don't remember is the owie that you used to get for when you first started running. Yeah. I, I was thinking because... this in the car. I was like, I don't yeah. ever get like this from running. I do. After 100, I ache like a fucker, obviously. But like generally, you know, I went out for a 20 mile with my mates at the weekend. No problem whatsoever. No aching, no yeah. nothing. 
no. And when you're in the throes of like a training block of some for something like really long, you can just like knock out a marathon. Like when you, when we went and did the Yorkshire three peaks, mm. absolutely fine the next day. And I was like, well, I've just done a very hilly marathon, but that seems like nothing now. Yeah. But like also on Saturday, I went to Parkrun because of course I did. Because that's my little thing now is like, at least I can keep like Parkrun up. And I went to one in Leicester that starts with the letter A because my goal... You're going back to the A. Well, it's to fill in the gaps of the alphabet that I haven't already got, so I didn't have an A. So I went to one called Abbey Park and it is flat, one lap, tarmac. And I was like, I'm going to get a shift on here. I'm going to see how much I can actually like still run fast. (laughs) Probably not recommended, but... It felt good. So I was just going with how I felt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I finished my park run in a time starting with 27. Yay! Which I was very chuffed with. Um, and I was giving it all on um, Saturday afternoon. I was like, well, to Neil, I was like, well, I can run a really fast 5K now and not even feel achy. Isn't, have it? You, Isn't that so have mad? Have you not learned about boasting to Neil? I know. <sighs> well, so no, I mean, it could I could have been boasting to anyone. But something bad's going to happen. <laughs> yep so I was boasting about how I don't even feel achy and it doesn't even hurt and like oh yeah I can just bosh out a fast 5k roll on roll on Monday the day after two days after when I go and do my 10k around Pittsford water honestly like even last night I think I think I've done something to my left glute like my butt cheek is so sore and I'm literally hobbling around like I've run a marathon and I was so achy yesterday and I was like I'll take it back (laughs) I'm still aching so I'm I'm feeling that ache from running longer distances because that 10k is the longest that I've run in one go for a long time so yeah the aches that you're feeling at the gym like that's what we used to feel that's what like some people still do feel from running. Uh, that's what I've got to say about that. It's good. No, I, it's I know. Good. I know. The problem is, like, at the moment, and this is my own problem, that I'm struggling. I'm not struggling to fit it in, but I am struggling to fit it in. Yeah. But to start, you know, the running show, the safety team, the arc of attrition. It's yeah. like that takes up a good chunk of your Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, basically, is gone. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, and then yeah. I've got to work, and I've got to get to the gym, and then I've got to run. And it's just like, but it's like, hey, listener. It's my choice. I need to choose the right things. I need to prioritise going to the gym. So I will go. Yeah. Yeah. It is it is tricky as well because like normally I'd be like, well, just run to the gym, but your gym's quite far away, isn't it? It's very far away. Yeah. It's at least, it's, it's like a long way and it's on motorways, far awayness. Yeah. It's not fun time. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, But also like there is no harm in running. I, I get asked actually quite a lot. I don't know if this is useful to our, to our listeners, but um, I get asked quite a lot about... um whether like the question is normally like should you run on the same day that you do the gym or should you keep them separate or should you run first then gym or should you gym first then run so it's kind of a bit like what you were mentioning about like you know should you ease back because you feel a bit dummy Mm -hmm. and the thing is there's loads of like there's loads of variables with it of like there's not necessarily one size fits all for everybody but the general advice that I would give is if you run before the gym, it means that you're not going into your run fatigued, which if you're prone to injury or if the run is the most important thing that you're doing that day, like a session, like a speedy thing or whatever, 
you want to give the most energy without being tired to the run and then go and finish yourself off in the gym <laughs> finish yourself off in the gym. that sounded awful hey guys don't finish yourself off in the gym you get thrown, you get thrown out <laughs> dear god <laughs> anyway um but if you're like if you're looking to build your endurance and aerobic capacity and you're not prone to injury and you're like in quite a strong position in your training then actually I'd probably run after the gym so wear yourself out at the gym first then go for your run on those tired legs so it's that kind of running on tired legs thing that people talk about a lot so I do I do that on the stair stepper so I do 30 minutes on stair stepper after the gym's finished yeah like and then that's basically my run I hate treadmills and I don't want to go on them so I'd rather just spend the time on the goddamn stair stepper but I also have a rule my own rule that I've made up in my head I don't run and gym on the same day because otherwise I'll be running every fucking day so it's like yeah so I have one rest day like a rest day where I don't do anything I might go for a swim I might go climbing or bouldering or whatever but uh, I walk the dog but then one day where I do the gym and then five days where I run gen that's the general rule um unless, yeah. unless I'm on 100 mile week where I'm like I need to fit this in every day so yeah for that though I'm gonna I'm gonna crack on and then but it was so bad yesterday that I was like there's something wrong with me again I was like I'm special I'm the most I'm the special person and I've got something wrong with you up that I I'm allergic to lactic acid that's what I can yeah. <laughs> I've got a lactic acid allergy and I can't go near the gym because I will die. Did you Google it? No. Did you Google lactic acid? I was too busy Googling frostbite penis. Whilst oh on, my God. Whilst on my team safety call. Um, right. So it's just one other thing about gym and running that I was just going to say as well. is um, we're, getting, asking, we're getting too helpful here, Anna. This is too helpful. No, no. We're being too helpful. I know. And if you want, if you want to pay for my We're going to get a reputation as being helpful. <laughs> Hang on. Let me just be finally helpful. Okay. Um, if you want to... You can split. So if you're going to do your run in your gym on the same day, you can split them and do one in the morning and one in the evening. But the research, in order to get the most from both sessions, so this is like if you're really keen on the gains in the gym, but also really keen on your running training, like to get better, faster, stronger, etc. So if you want to get gains from both, you're going to need to split them by more than six hours. Mm. So that's what they reckon yeah. is is the key sort of timing is six hours. What are you doing in those six hours? Working. Yeah, so that's the thing. I'm like, what if your job is a manual job? Yeah, well. What if I you're mean... running up and down an Amazon office, uh, thing with a trolley? So the the usually the research that's done... So probably on this, I'm going to make a sweeping statement here because I don't know who this research was done on. But usually they'll have them like in a lab or whatever, or like, you know, they won't be people with everyday, normal, regular jobs. Like I've um, read something recently about this as well. And it said six to eight hours between. But I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's too far away. Anyway, that was helpful. Thank you very much. I'll stick with, I will stick with it. (laughs) God knows when we're going to go this week. Maybe we'll go on Friday morning um but uh yeah get in the bin any get in the bins well my get in the bin is needing to wee as well as being a bit great. my get in the bin is uh good hair days on hair haircut days oh stop it i had one of those literally last week get in the bin without fail without fail yeah. this is uh, this yeah. is not about women or men it's about everybody 
everybody Everyone. on earth the day they go get a haircut it's like, like this is getting on my tits so bad i need to go and get it cut i'm gonna get my hair yeah. cut like jennifer aniston in the 90s it's so annoying anyway you wake up and it's perfect yeah, yeah. it's lovely it's luscious it's flowing it's sitting nicely it's like an ed sheeran song it's perfect and you're like <laughs> oh maybe i won't go and get it cut what <laughs> every time i don't know i've got a feeling alanis morissette's got something to do with it though mm. She should have put that in her ironic song. Do you think that that song... Oh. I haven't got any alarms for us at the playlist. No, I know. She's my favourite, actually. I'd quite like to put some on this song. I would like to put probably You Ought to Know. I think You Ought to Know is the one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think... Because there's quite a lot of lines in Ironic that aren't actually ironic. Kind of gets on my tits. No, the whole the whole song is not really ironic. No. Do you think she knows what... Have you had much? Do you think she knows what ironic <laughs> means? <laughs> Um, didn't she and that comedian do a rewrite of it and actually do things that were actually ironic? I don't know, but I'm Googling this. As soon as I finish, I'm going to be Googling it. James Corden. Yeah, Google it. Oh, really? Um, did, you get, did you get much taken off your hair? I haven't had it yet. It's today. Oh. It's today. Oh, that's a good hair day. It's t- oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not, like, you know how it usually looks like a bush? Look, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like lovely. glossy. It's like actually got some shine yes. to it. But I'm like, when I was little, when I was a baby, I was like, huh. you know, when I'm older, when I'm like super older, I'm like 40. There's no way I'm going to have long hair. There's nothing worse than like a 40 year old woman with long hair. Like, what's she trying to do? Reclaim her youth. I'm 42. My hair's now past shoulder length. And yours is always shiny, Anna. Yours always looks good. It's always shiny. I don't know how it's always so shiny. Yeah, but look how short it is. Oh, it's so short. It's beautiful. But it looks beautiful. Yeah. It's Thanks. always so shiny. Whereas mine looks like a witch's pubes most of the time. It's like slightly Can grey. I just say... Gross. I used to dye my hair all the time. And I haven't dyed my hair for about... 15 years? Mm. So maybe that might have something to do with it. Maybe. But it's been dyed since I was 14. I'm 42. Yeah. I didn't dye yeah, exactly. it when I was on holiday and it became wire-like. Then I dyed oh, it. Wow. Anyway, uh, the point is, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is really boring. Sorry, everybody. But I'm going to have, I'm going to get my hair cut today and I don't know how much I'm going to have cut off it and I don't know what to do and I, just, I don't have a personality anymore and I don't even know who I am. And maybe you should get matching to me and then we can be matchy-matchy when we go to the window. That's a good thing. idea, but I've still got my fringe. So... Oh, Yeah. That's okay. You can be fringe and I can be fringeless. I, yeah, I'm channeling my inner Claudia Winkle. I'm gonna wear a cape. You are. Oh God, Traitors is back, everybody. It's great. Um, oh my God, it's incredible. It's so good. Um, okay, I think we should have playlist. Oh my God, imagine this. Picture this. It's gone wild. Oh, the playlist. Yeah, it has gone quite wild. We did ask people. Yeah, and they came forth. You delivered, and you delivered. They came forth, and they came forth in their. Tens. Yeah. No, right. Now I have a question because there was a song that was put up as a this needs to go on the playlist. Uh somebody, um, as we always ask them to, put a little story up, attach the song to it, and was like, Can you put this on the playlist? Now I have no idea what that song is. But, it says but what... everyone was going mad for it. The William Tell Overture. No, <laughs> we'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> It was Dot Rotten Overload featuring TMS. Oh, have you not heard that song before? No. Oh, that's a very It just sounded like noise. It does sound like noise. I haven't actually put it on. Should I put it on? 
No, because 79% of people voted no, including me. Okie dokie, piggity pokey. We won't put that one on then. No. Even though we got a message from Hayley saying, people have voted no. Yes, Hayley, they have, because it's noise. Hayley, if you want to listen to it in your own house, you're more than welcome. Now, let's talk about Marie. We She's lost the plot. To talk about Marie. We do need to talk and about people Marie. people asking, Marie, it's a tartan okay? scort. Scort. <laughs> it's a tartan scort. Um... Marie would like the William Tell Overture because it's brilliant on a nice day running down a hill. Mm. If you're a horse I get in a film. <laughs> <laughs> I get that, I do. I just don't know. I think you have to be... The problem that I have with this playlist is adding songs where you have to be in a particular situation in order for them to be good. Is that the only problem you have with it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, the thing is... <laughs> When you're out on a real long run and like you're like, and it's like, I'm talking like hours, hours, I'm talking like five, six, seven hours, right? And then something like that yeah. comes on, it can be very funny because you're in a bit of a state, maybe it's raining or you're cold or both. And then the William, then Dylan, 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 Dylan comes on, you do start laughing. I feel like when end credits from Jurassic Park comes on, I think it's funny. And you can always skip I... it. I have to skip it. I have to skip it. Although, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Add it. Is it on there? Have you added, I've added it? I've added it. I've added it. Um, I love that other people were getting involved in it as well. There was quite a lot Laura's... of people who were enjoying it. So yeah, I... Laura was like, "She's onto something. It's a banger for a fart left." Yeah, like, okay. and then and then when I put it on, she said, "Yes, we've done it." Like she was in Mr. Bates versus the Post Office, and they just fucking won. Like it's <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, Lucy. I'm always gonna put it on there. You're okay. Um, now. Yeah, go on. On a similar theme, though, this song's been stuck in my head ever since this one got asked for. I already know which one it is. But I think that it's a bot. But it's been voted no by 75% of the audience. Which one? Dupe by Dupe. Okay, no. Okay, okay. I haven't put that on. No? I've got an idea. What? Let's make another playlist called Are You Gonna D- Are You Gonna DNF though, right? And when <laughs> you decide to not finish a race, you have to listen to this playlist before you DNF. From start <laughs> to finish. And we'll put all the worst songs on, like that, like Blue, Bada Badu, like all the songs Sean Dyer likes, like Ketchup, the last Ketchup song, and like the Aqua songs and all those. There'll be like 20 songs. So before you DNF. That sounds like a good playlist. Sounds terrible. You have to listen to the whole thing. So you have to really want to DNF. And it'll stop people DNFing races. They'll be like, I can't listen to that. I'm going to crack on. It's great. Interesting. But then, hang on a minute. I've got a bone to pick with you, Ali. Because also then somebody, Stephanie asked for Duran Duran Notorious. You just straight away went approved. I'm sorry. Hello. Hi. What? What's the problem with that? There was no... There was no... Um... Sometimes Vote. there was no democracy. There was no democracy. Things are just hits. They're just hits. Notorious is a hit. Dupe is an absolute abomination. Do you really want seventy-eight percent of people said no? Am I right? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Right. So it's not going on. It's just not going on. Anna's face is a picture. She's not happy about it. Uh, hey, you know I'm when you, not... you know when you have a baby. 
in the birthing suite. Yeah. Are you going to the hospital? Uh, yeah, hopefully. Right. You're allowed to uh, listen to the music. Oh, no. My sister can't listen to Coldplay anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So, I think that we should have, A, what song should Anna listen to when she's having a baby? I think baby Doop should be number one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, yeah, that's going to be really tricky. No, it's not going to be tricky. Not really... You're put the Greatest Showman fucking uh, soundtrack on. <laughs> Just listen to that. You know you yeah, are. Probably. Uh, right, yeah, so no probably. Right, so no do. I put It's a Sin by the Pet Shop Boys on. I want you to either say approved or not approved. It's a sin. Approved. Right. Approved. I put Two of Us on the Run by Lucius because someone asked for it and that is a banger. I don't know what it is. Right. Leave a Light on by Blinda Carlisle. Fuck off. Not approved. Not approved. Right, you're running along and that comes on. It's a tune. I'm throwing, my, throwing myself off the cliff. Middle of the night, arc of attrition. Leave the light on for me. Perfect. There'll be no lights on. There will, on my head. Mm. Better leave it on then, haven't you? Well, it's Gemma. It's a Gemma one. It's the only one Gemma's suggested that isn't thrash or death metal, so I put it on. Uh, wow. We Live Forever by The Prodigy. Uh, yeah, there's better Prodigy songs. No Sleep Tonight by Andy Shikari. Yeah, fine. Uh, Xanadu by Umet Orskan, who are a Mongolian thrash metal group. If you could sing a little line for me, that would be really helpful. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the William Tell Overture by the London Symphony Orchestra. And I can't... Marie's lost the fucking I lot. can't believe this wasn't on there before. Set you free by Entrance. Is that what you were singing to in the car yesterday? No, that was... Uh, that was... Oh, actually, yeah, that's what... Yeah, that was the first one. And then there was... Um... That one. That one, the classic one. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. But it's great, but it's not for the playlist. It's a sad song. Oh, oh okay. Fine. Anyway, that, I went on a spree of putting them on. Oh, okay, that is an eclectic mixture. And I think it's safe to say the pod listeners have come up. I was going to say trumps. They have. Um, and I life. got a very good message from somebody the other day that made me laugh my fucking head off when it, come, when it comes to like the playlist. I'm going to read it to you. Yeah. Now. Because I put... Goo Goo Dolls, Iris on there, which I think is a tune. Oh, yeah, no, I actually, I it. It fucking came on while I was trying to run a park run. I was like, get right. off. Right, well, I love that song. And Pickle likes that song okay. too. And the other the other day, uh, I was running along with Pickle. And she was like, please, can we make a music video to that song? I went, yes. So we did. Fine. Then I got an email from Joe. I got a message from Joe. 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 Joe said to me. Why is, it, why is Joe got an echo? This message, this is a really sad song. Really sad story. Oh no. Hi. I signed up to sing this at karaoke in Vegas. I sat and waited my turn and quickly realised that all the other singers were semi-professional from the shows on the strip. (laughs) (laughs) I got up and murdered the song and got a slow clap from the crowd. The compare muttered, you said you could sing when I walked off stage, to which I replied, my mum says I can sing. Oh, Joe. It goes on. <laughs> what makes it even more tragic was that my pal, who was with me, was filming the whole thing to show our partners later. I clocked her, putting her phone away mid-song. When I mentioned it to her, she just so slowly shook her head and said, it just didn't feel right to film that. <laughs> 
Oh my god! My mum says I can still oh, sing though. No. She puts at the end. It's like yeah, you and everyone else that's ever auditioned for X Factor. Oh, I loved it. I was like, that's really sad. Oh, because I thought, okay, sweaty hands. I know all the words to this song. It's song in front of loads of people, and you get up there, and they're just like a Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, Britney Spears, all the girls on the strip. Adele are sat there just going, no, love it. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, fine. You can leave that song on the playlist then, because now every time I hear it, I'll think of poor Joe. Poor Joe. I'm sorry, Joe, but I'm not sorry. Thanks for sending me that. I love stories like that. <laughs> awesome. So yes, can you keep your pod 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 playlist? Oh my god, there is an echo in here. Pod playlist things coming in, songs coming in. Um, come up to us at the show and sing things into our faces, and we'll ignore you or get security. Oh, I've got something to say. Oh. I have been contacted a number of times now in the last week or so. By the same person? By different people letting me know that Murder on the Dunce Floor is now either back in the charts or maybe even number one because uh, there's a scene in that Saltburn film, which I watched the first 10 minutes of and got really bored and turned it off, by the way. I don't know why everyone's raving about it. Um, apparently there's a scene in that where they're like dancing in the bathroom or something. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, thanks for letting me know that, but I still hate that song. And actually when you send me messages like that, it just induces rage in me. So maybe don't tell me. (laughs) What if you're doing doing a talk, a big talk. So you're saying like you're at some sort of mountain festival or something, some big talk. Well, like the national running show. And you come on the stage and they play like intro music and that intro murder on the dance floor. I'd walk straight off Would stage. Would you walk off stage? Would you go mad? Would you rip <laughs> yeah. off all the seats and like throw them? Yeah. And go Just throw them, yeah. yeah. So if anybody wants to see that happening Saturday 9am <laughs> in the NAC. Um, I'm scared that someone's going to do it for a laugh, like find a song that I hate and do it for a laugh because I just won't find it funny yeah. and I'll be like, I'm sorry, what do you think you're doing? This is awful. Take it off because I really feel quite strongly about the whole thing. Same as you. Uh, Same as you, right? I find it offensive. Yeah. yeah. Super offensive. Hey, um, to finish, so I don't have any correspondence in the corner, which I'm quite sad about. I've got some nice things that people have said. Oh. I think okay. there's a lot of like reflection going on with the listeners of the pod this time of year. Right. I think it's because it's a refle- right. kind of a reflective time of year, isn't it? And we've had some yeah. really nice messages. I'm gonna read one out from Ruth. It's really, really, really nice. She says, Hello. I just want to say thank you for this fabulous pod. I've binge listened to it on the last bits of my training block of joy for my Brecken's Cardiff Ultra, which is on the 4th of February. That's That's an interesting race. There's two. There's an extreme version, trail, and a road version. Same day. Interesting. What's it called? Brecken's Cardiff Ultra. Oh, hang on. Wish I was doing the exciting hilly route, but I'm intending on learning proper hill skills before attempting that. I'm now very sensible and fully kitted out as per your advice. One of my favourite tips from the pod is putting yourself to bed. One from Ali. I couldn't remember saying that, then I did remember saying it. Which I'll be using (laughs) during the second half of my ultra, tucking myself into a new kit and a nice story for the second 20 miles. Oh, yeah, that's what you said when when I was doing the uh, Seven Valleys. And I got all changed up into my fresh kit and like dry clothes and stuff. You're like, you were putting yourself to bed. Oh, you tuck yourself in. Into your little yeah. kit, head up, hood up, 
Nom, 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 yeah. nom. Stephen Fry on the old Audible. Let's do it. Let's, let's do the night section. That would send me to sleep. Let's do the night <laughs> section. Um, she goes on to say, one day I hope to be as adventurous as you two. Oh, how sure adventurous I am at the moment. The pod has been so inspiring. That's nice, isn't it? Um, That's so lovely. She bloody loves a playlist and she wants me to add rudimental parts because oh. heaving and Izzy Cross and Bittersweet oh. Goodbye. And then she says, well done. Only joking. I mean, a wooga, Ruth. <laughs> that's nice yes ruth a nice. wooga that is nice that's so lovely um, that is so lovely and then we had a really nice Thank one from fiona as well just saying how much she's oh why is everyone it. being nice i don't know i feel something bad's gonna happen <sighs> um but uh yeah fiona fiona wallace friend of the pod she has been um <laughs> she's been a bit injured and has had some injections on her knee and spine so now she's going to start running oh. again which is good um and uh, she describes what she's got as a cracking new body so, oh, I might get one of them. Yeah. How do we get those? Does anybody want to get, get some injections? Do you know what would be good? If the podcast could what? be sponsored by a company called Cracking New Body, where they just give us a new body. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Actually, no, I like the one I've got. I do like the one I've got. Um, so, uh, send us your correspondence. We've had loads of people talking about what races they're going to do, which we've had, we have talked about on the pod, and we'll be asking more questions over the coming weeks. So please answer them so that we have some content, basically. Indeed, indeed. But today, just, at the running show, Anna. Yeah, yeah. This weekend, what are your highlights on your stat on your stage, your whole stage? My whole stage. Well, there's something. So the stage that I'm looking after is the running skills stage, and um, the talks there are more. You'll be surprised. Skill based than inspirational, like carpentry or plumbing. No, like running skills based. You, you are a bozo. Mm. You are a bozo. Um. Anyway, so on the agenda there is um. Well, I mean, I'm kicking off with a panel. Mm-hmm. I've somehow ended up on a panel myself, and we're talking about um transferable life skills that running give you. It's fun. Quite a good one, isn't yeah. It? um and then yeah various chats and um, we've got we've got kerry wallace from girls on hills and georgia tindley um uh, her as well i know you've got her as well that's why i've said it um but they're doing sky running for beginners mm-hmm. which is cool and then a highlight every year on my stage actually is emma kirk odenubi and claire rafferty who are pts because PT wars. PT wars together. No, no, we've got to stick together. And they're talking about um S and C, but also specifically, I believe this year, they're talking about using resistance bands, Ooh, which good. are the most underrated piece of kit. The majority of clients, when they sign up with me, I'm like, have you got gym access? It doesn't matter if you've got gym access or not, but obviously you need to know. But then the other question is, do you have resistance bands? Because if the answer to that is no the the then next thing is go and buy some mm-hmm. because i need you to have them um so that'll be good that'll be really good um you my friend have got a million bazillion guests on your you know, I actually i've actually slimmed it down because I, sometimes i try and ram too much into the hole it, it oh. spills out the edges what? so Ugh. i've got workshops so my work so the workshops if you come over and want to do a workshop i hope you can get in because there's only 15 spots for workshop we'll do our best but we've got yeah. this morning Saturday morning, we've got Kerry from Girls on Hills, Bo from Innovate, and Miriam, who is a physio, talking about hill ankle strength. 
on ankle strength and shoes. That's cool. Um, That's really cool. And in Bo's going to be talking about the new mud talon X jobs, which I've got, which are really good. Hashtag ad. Hashtag ad, which are really good. Uh, actually, not an ad. They're not paying us. Um, which are really grippy, but also have good ankle strengthings. So we've got that. We've got Alan from Running Monk Trail Events talking about training for very, very long events. And there's a workshop. So he wants you to, we want you to get involved in like talking about how to fit this stuff into your life and all that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. is going to teach people how to pack a bag which sounds ridiculous that's so useful really oh useful. my god so useful so, so james so, has done the barkley marathons he's done spine winter he's done every he's the race director at centurion he's gonna have a little bag day pack and he's gonna have a multi-day bag and he's going to teach you how to pack a bag that is so honestly so useful and it's it, like you say like unless you understand or like unless you've been there and like had to pack your own bag and stuff or like unless you've tried to rummage around for something that you can't get and or therefore even you worse used... lost something like a head torch in the middle oh. of the day because it's rolled out your bag while you're getting your fucking fruit pastels out yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah that's going to be so so good because I, I remember um something that Stu smith said on our legends episode as well where they said something like, oh, but my kit doesn't fit in my 10 litre bag. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, get a 12 litre bag mm-hmm. then. So, yeah, we're going to have a couple, so, of, a couple of different sizes, a couple of different scenarios. And um, also he'll be talking about kit because what James, James runs the Centurion store. So he's sponsored by the Sportiva. Obviously, I'm sponsored by Innovate. But uh, the Centurion store uh, has everything in it. And it, it, what James mm-hmm. doesn't know about kit is not worth knowing because he is no. gone. So he's going to be doing that. Then ring the Paul album bell. Ding, ding. <gasps> Paul Alban is that four, Paul four, to, four till five? I've got Paul Alban talking about your first trail uh, event or ultra event because obviously he runs Big Bear and he is also a race director for for Centurion because he does their So that's Saturday and then Sunday we've got Emma Stewart who won Tour de Gion and the Arthritian talking about women getting into those big hills and mm-hmm. um, barriers and how she's overcome them because she's incredible. She's a vet, yet she still goes and wins this stuff. Like it's mad. Yeah, yeah. The vets, you gotta watch out for the vets. Yeah, Jasmine's on the ultra zone as uh, in the ultra zone as well. I think I can't remember what day that is. And then on Sunday, who else we got? Oh my god. The guest, the special guest on Sunday. 12 p.m. Yeah. Me. Stuart Smith. Hey! <laughs> in real life. IRL. Uh the very Amazing. man. His workshop is called Running Like an Onion. And it's about layering. He's actually going to talk about layering for an hour. Is he going to bring a string vest? He's going to bring vest? a string vest. He's bringing it all. Yay. It's all being laid out. Um, and then in the afternoon, we're having a little bit of a free-for-all session, but then there is someone else, and I cannot remember who that person is, and I feel terrible about that. But I will. Oh, Scamper. So Scamper are going to talk about their app, and they're also going to talk about uh, navigation on hills and stuff. Um, and But there is one more thing I want to mention. Go on. on Saturday, at about lunchtime, yeah. on the yeah. Ultra Zone stage, we are having... Yeah blind date excuse me mm. picture this three race directors oh one member of the public screen the member of the public has three questions and each race director has to answer those questions like blind date right. about running and then at right. the end the member of the public will pick which race she wants to do based on the answers the race directors have given blind race where is this where is this at? It's gonna happen on the main on the ultra zone stage. And then they're gonna to have to do the race. Yes. So you've got so we're gonna pick someone who's got all these questions oh. about ultra running, three different race directors, they're gonna ask the questions. Yeah. So 
Yeah. I like long, hard races. Which of your races is the longest and the hardest race and why? Oh. That sort of thing. <laughs> and then the race director is going, oh, they're all going to answer. Like, like Are you the member of the public? I'm Are you the member Scylla. of the public? I'm Scylla. Oh, you're Scylla. It's going to be great. Lunchtime oh entertainment God. for you all. So uh, wow. I'm still picking my race directors, but they're all going to be different. And um, I don't think Paul Album's going to be one, isn't he? No, he's not. I don't oh. think that Shane Oley wants to do it, so it won't be him. <laughs> Oh. Who's Shane Oley? He's the race director of Dragon's Back. I don't think he thinks it'll be very fun. And also, he's not going to give us oh. Dragon's Back, let's see. So it'll be someone else. No. I think it might be James from Centurion, Eric from Rasselbock, and one of the guys from Threshold, because they're all so different. Like, they're all so different. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Anyway, I'm excited. That's basically a running show. Sorry, everybody, that is listening to this in the past. This is yeah. nothing. It's moribund. <laughs> and also I love that I just gave a couple of highlights from my stage and you literally just listed everybody yes. so just to give the shout outs where shout outs are due on Sunday on my stage I've got a panel about men's mental health first thing at quarter past ten and then also one of my other favorite people who comes on the stage every year is Liz Patient and she does a session about Pilates for runners which is really interesting too right it's going to be great. It's always great. Every year is great. Everybody come. All righty. What are you doing this weekend again? Spine safety. Spine. Yep. This weekend. Oh. Starts on Saturday. Well, the sprinty starts on Saturday, the south and all starts yeah. on Saturday. And then on Sunday, those big boys go out. I cannot think. Wow, Can you imagine doing the actual spine now? Like the sleep you get the week before. I'd just be shitting myself the whole time. No. 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 No, I messaged someone who I know who's doing the spine, actually, um, because he's coached by Gary House and he'd got um, a message from Gary to be like that said, basically, the weather's going to be freezing. Are you all sorted with your kit? And um, Chris, who is doing the spine, I messaged to say, please tell me that you're not actually going to be wearing your short shorts because Chris is known for wearing short shorts in every eventuality in every weather in fact chris is the guy who did all of the logistics for running home for christmas this year um and used to work for ultra x um so yeah he is always in short shorts and he yeah he replied to me and he was like i'm not allowed no if it was allowed no 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 if, I, no, if it was no. allowed if it was allowed i would be <laughs> i mean no i mean because men have got hair on their legs silver women more hair thicker hair um, I've got hairy legs. Yeah, but like if moisture gets on and it turns into ice, surely you can oh! get frostbite. Because that's what will fucking happen. Because like it yeah. gets on you. Like when I've been in Mongolia, if it gets wet, it any hair, it will just crystallise oh. and then it gets in you. Fuck that shit. Put your thermals yeah. on, people. Like, come on. Yeah. Nobody wants Put to see your pasty red legs. On. We're not interested in that. That's not... But I am yeah. going to be asking some, maybe some of the more bearded members of the team to check their penises for frostbite. Of course, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Please don't do that. Ali, well, have a wonderful time. You're not time. welcome on the safety team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> have a wonderful time. Stay safe. Cool. Please not try not to offend anybody. I'll try not to. I'll speak to you next week. I love you. Speak to you next week. I love you. Bye.